Hey everyone, you're listening to Pissons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornson, owner of Jax 47. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today we have Alicia Nesbitt with Asheville Luxury Elopement Co. Alicia, thanks so much for joining me this morning. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love to highlight, you know, new new vendors, cool vendors, new ideas. And I think uh, y'all's business is a, a cool one. So I want to dive into that in a second. But first, because the name of the podcast is Pistons and Prosecco, I'd love to know what your favorite drink is. So I'm a Moscow mule kind of person, um, specifically with Tito's. If it's with anything else, probably not going to love it as much. <laughs> really? Very, so you're yes. specific on the vodka. Interesting. <laughs> Well, you'd really like our Carolina Mule Kick because it's a fresh Moscow Mule. So I use fresh ginger Ooh. and uh, really has that bite. If you, if you like ginger, if you really you know love that ginger flavor, I think you'd like that drink. Yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, Alicia, you're the sales coordinator slash manager. Is that what's your title exactly for the? Yeah, drink? my title is um, sales coordinator, but I kind of do a lot of different things within the company, from marketing um, to sales, working with brides and grooms, and working with different vendors that we work with. Yeah, and I, I love this idea. If you can explain it to our listeners, what exactly? Asheville Luxury Elopement Co. does, how it works, and why couples uh, would want to go through you rather than maybe doing it all on their own. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the way that I describe our company is that we're kind of the contractors of elopements and small weddings here in Asheville. So we take all the headache. Um, we become the middleman for the bride and groom um, and the vendors. And we um, we have all-inclusive elopement and micro wedding packages. So we try to keep it under 35 guests. We really like the small wedding scene. And we think it's a really great place to be right now, uh, especially with all the COVID restrictions and that kind of thing. Um, I think we've all just kind of simplified our lives and including weddings. So we have a lot of different packages to choose from. Um, we work with a lot of great local vendors, um, including Jack's 47, of course. Um, and it's just, it's a really fun process to just do it all for the bride and groom so they can just kind of show up. Well, and I love that you handle it all, but you let them make some design decisions and influences with the choices surrounding their wedding. So instead of them coming to you and just saying, all right, we want to get you know, married, do a small way. And you say, all right, we'll take care of it all. And don't, don't worry about a thing. I would think they would feel maybe worried. They're being left out of the, the, some of the important choices, but it sounds like you, you help arrange everything, but you definitely take cues from the couple. Is that right? Yeah. So, um, we like to pull all the design inspiration from a Pinterest board, um, we usually ask our couples to provide that for, um, you know, florals and just different centerpieces, that sort of thing. Um, we also ask that. So when, once we pull all the inspiration from those boards, um, we send them kind of like a flower and de decor order that we will send um, to the florist and we have them approve everything before it gets sent. Um, they also get to choose their photographer. We work with six different local photographers because we know everyone's aesthetic is a little bit different. Um, so 
and you know, the pictures and the videos are the one thing that you get to take home and keep for years and years to come. So we, we really focus a lot on our, um, photographers and so they get their choice of photographer. And I think that's, that has proved to be really well for people. Cause like I said, that's the one thing they like to keep and make sure it's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, coming from an industry perspective, you know, I, I understand the contracts. I understand that how the different vendors work, but if you're just getting married and you're not in the wedding industry, it's, it's a lot, it's almost like a, a second job to handle it all, you know? Yeah. So that's why I really encourage my couples to, you know, get a, a, a wedding planner or at least get a coordinator and try and kind of consolidate some things, um, still make it personal, right. And pick the vendors they want. But I do like this idea of kind of having kind of an all, you know, all in one, um, as you said, like all in one spot for handling all these things. Right. So they don't have to they don't have to learn a new language of wedding contracts in order to move forward. So um, really dig that idea. And I think, you know, allowing variation and having six photographers is, is great. You know, that's a good a good number to choose from, because, as you said, there's different styles out there. There's the bright and airy, you know, there's the dark and moody, there's the candid and, um, kind of, you know, cinema style of photography. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I love, I love that you give them some options. Um, so, so you, the owner is Taryn Ward, right. Of, of this business. Yes. yes that's um, correct. so, you know, usually we interview owners and kind of figure out what, how they started the business and why, um, are you able to speak on that of, you know, how this got started? Did she get married and realize this was an issue or was she part of the wedding industry and realized this was something that could, you know, flourish? Do you, do you know the origin story? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Taryn and I actually went to high school together and so we've been friends for a really long time. So, um, I do think she'd feel comfortable with me speaking on that. Um, she was already in the wedding industry. She also owns Delaterra Beauty, which is um, a hair and makeup company that specializes in wedding um, hair and makeup. So she was kind of already working in the industry and just kind of saw this niche that a bunch of people were coming to Western North Carolina from out of state um, to elope and to get married and um, so she started the company in the fall of 2019. And then, um, you know, of course, COVID happened the beginning of 2020. And it kind of was just uh, meant to be kind of thing. Um, she, you know, was able to help a lot of people who had big weddings on the book kind of transform their wedding to a smaller wedding or just an elopement. So um, I think just working in the industry kind of helped her see where that new niche was probably going to come in. Yeah, I, I agree. Once you're in it, you're like, oh, I could do this and that and the other. And so she, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very cool. She did that. And by hiring you, she's able to continue to do that and run her other business, which I think is, is awesome. So Taryn, if you're out there listening, you're doing, you're doing a good job. Um, so did you, did you start with her at Delatero or do you start with her at this company, the new company? I started with ALE um, back at the end of um, August. So, 
Yeah. Oh, so you're I was, I've been a stay at home mom for like four years and yeah. I just made a Facebook post. Like I'm ready to get back into the world. I have a lot of experience in sales. So I think she jumped on the opportunity when she, when I made that Facebook post and she almost immediately called me and was like, send help, please come work for me <laughs> help. Cause it just, I think she, you know, it just kept getting busier and busier and we weren't even in wedding busy season yet. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's a lot to handle. I, I recently hired a kind of part-time assistant for my biz just because during, you know, October is my busiest month. And I think we had this year, like 15 or 20 weddings, you know, in a month. And it's just like six in one weekend. (laughs) And I'm like, I need a little bit of help because doing the whole solopreneur thing is, um, first of all, can be kind of lonely. So I understand why Taryn would love to have her friend her high school buddy, you know, on board, but also, just from a, you know, everything happening at once, um, sort of point of view, you need that help, um, sometimes. So what, what did, have you been in the wedding industry before? Or was this your first, you know, experience in it? I haven't been in it. I planned my own wedding six years ago. Um, I'm from the area. So a lot of people, you know, I just knew, um, or at least knew of, so that was, um, helpful. I've been in a lot of weddings, but all the weddings that I was in were big weddings. They were 150 plus weddings. So it was, you know, I had this familiar, familiar, you know, way about knowing, you know, (laughs) weddings and how they function, but I didn't realize that there was a whole different side to smaller weddings. Cause I was used to this huge production and these super elaborate weddings. And then I moved to like, we have true elopements, you know, where it's just the couple and they're from California and they're just here to hike up a mountain and get married. So it was a little bit different for me, but, but in a good way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I think in West North Carolina, you're either, you either work it in the service industry, the wedding industry, or, uh, you're a brewer or brewery. <laughs> it's like, that's, yeah. that's about it around here. Um, so so we've talked a little bit about this in the beginning. You have, you know, all these different vendors you're working with. Um, what's your biggest challenge when dealing with either the client or the cup or the um, the vendors? Or is it the day of? Is it the hiking? Like, what's the biggest challenge for for y'all's business? Um, you know, when I first started, um, there was a lot of organizational things that needed to be taken care of because it happened and we grew so quickly um, that we had to kind of streamline our process a little bit. But once we were able to get all that under control, you know, um, really get a better process for, for the booking and the planning and all of that, um, things got a lot easier. So I think right now, our, you know, really, I think our only complaint that we ever get from brides is that they felt like they didn't do enough leading up to the day and yet everything was still perfect. But, Mm. you know, I get that I'm a control freak. So if I were on the the opposite side of things, I could see where, you know, sometimes our brides feel like they don't, you know, they're not involved enough, but they're Uh, always happy. Um, you know, it's just sometimes like relinquishing that control can be a lot. (laughs) It's funny you mentioned that because I took a little course, a little business course with a, um, a wedding professional. And one of the things that she wanted to bring up was kind of the different archetypes of clients. And I know we're all individuals and we're all different, but generally we fall into like categories, you know, kind of like the Enneagram and the, this, you know, different, different ways of <laughs> typing people. Um, 
you know, and so I, one of the the archetypes was like the person who just doesn't doesn't care about the details and wants it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like that person would be really happy, you know, going with a, a business like yours. But the person who wants to control every little thing, like that, would be tough for them because you know they're not the ones controlling every single thing, even though they have the big influence. So I could see how maybe that archetype would be challenged. But on the other hand, does does anyone really want a second job planning a wedding? Like I, <laughs> I don't. So, yeah. you know, I just love, I love what the, the business does. And I think it's a great option for all sorts of, all sorts of folks. Um, so when you get an inquiry, uh, I'm guessing it's, as, as we all know, Asheville's a big wedding destination. So you probably don't get the chance to meet with them in person right off the bat. Um, so is it is start with a phone call and end with a phone call or do, do people ever come in and want to meet in person? So I would say a solid 95 plus percent of our people are not from even North Carolina. No. Um, they are coming for a destination wedding. So I generally don't meet these folks until like in person until the day of. Um, so that's a little bit different too, but it's, you feel like you know them, like by the end of it, you know, um, our first step, you know, if, when we get an inquiry, they'll either fill out a contact form on our website or they'll reach out via phone. And we have that first initial phone call, just kind of trying to figure out what, their day, what they want their day to look like, whether they're looking more for a true elopement or if they're looking more towards the big micro wedding packages. Um, so then we just kind of take their vision and uh, find the best package that's fitting for them and kind of go from there. But it is, um, it's different not meeting your, your brides and grooms until the day of, but it is a lot of fun too, because you've got people coming from literally all over the country. Um, we actually had one client who their flight was delayed and they weren't able to get their marriage license in time when they got here from California. So although we had a ceremony and performed the things, they were not legally married and they had to go to the courthouse back in California. Um, cause it really is like some people just fly in for the weekend. We hike up a mountain, say I do. And it's as simple as that. And that, but that's really fun too, because I think for me, I had the big wedding and I, you know, we did the big thing. So it's definitely fun to see that there's other options out there. Yeah, exactly. So what would your advice be for couples then? I mean, obviously to hire y'all, but <laughs> if, if you could give it, you know, a piece of advice in regards to maybe the size of their wedding, you know, because people are still having a hundred person weddings, 50 person, 10 person weddings, you know, um, and I've always found that interesting that people could have such a small wedding. I was just like, doesn't it, does it feel <laughs> like a wedding when there's only five people there? Um, and I'm just curious how people make that decision, how y'all kind of hone in on what a good number is for your, your client. So do you have any advice for couples in regards to that, that variable as part of their big day? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, you know, it is kind of hard for me to put my finger on it because even just my husband's immediate family, I mean, he has eight brothers and sisters, so there's 30 people right there, including spouses. So it's hard, you know, I see what you're saying and then it is hard to have a small wedding, but, um, you know, there's a lot of people that have just have found their little circle and their little group of people, um, that they're close with. And especially in times of COVID, um, that it feels safer to them, or maybe they're just, um, 
you know, I also think it's a Southern thing to have big weddings. <laughs> we have, you know, we all have our extended families and we have, they have, you know, it's just, we're all very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think learning and meeting people from out of, out of the state and out of the region, uh, you know, big weddings are kind of more exclusive to the South. It seems like, or at least from my experience of people that we've talked with. Um, but I think it's really just figuring out what you want your day to look like and not, you know, catering to other people's wants and needs too. Yeah. I hear that a lot when talking to vendors, <laughs> it's like, forget <laughs> about everyone else. It's your day. Um, and you're right. I think family size plays a big role because I only have, well, I guess I have three siblings. Um, but yeah, if you're, if your immediate family is 30 people and then yeah, maybe 50 people is a small wedding for you, you know, but if you're an only child, maybe 10 is small for you, right? Because you have your parents and your best friends. So um, I just always wondered how people make that decision because I've just heard, you know, so many, uh, such a wide difference in when people say small wedding or elopement. Um, so that's interesting. Um, Alicia, what about um, kind of things in the future for y'all? Are you going to keep on keep on with this or is there any you know any kind of expansion or things in the works that you want to share with our listeners yeah i mean we're tossing around some ideas um whether we would love to have our own venue to use um or if we want to open a new market in another city um you know we've kind of got that mountain wedding thing down pat so you know, Taryn has tossed around the ideas of maybe like a beach location or something to do this. Um, so, um, we don't know, we're kind of just trying to figure that out too, because we're over here still trying to perfect this since it's such a baby company. I mean, you know, we're less than two years old, so we're kind of trying to figure it out, make sure we got this down to a science and perfect it before we kind of, um, you know, move on to a different direction. But I do think that there's growth to be had and, you know, different locations possible. I think that would be, that would be my, my next choice. Maybe, maybe she'll send me to the beach for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because I tried to expand in Charleston. And so I went down and did a wedding festival there last year. I went and did another, the big fake wedding festival just a couple months ago. Um, and I think it's funny because it's like, I, I would think it's makes sense, but it's so far away. So I wouldn't be able to be there and manage a truck. And so I I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to stick to Western North Carolina because my, my business is so physical, you know, but if you're handling vendors, (laughs) you know, that could be, you could do that from anywhere really. um, If you're not having to be there, but, uh, but it's funny how different markets are different in their demographics. Like West North Carolina has a certain demographic, Greenville has a certain demographic and it's a lot closer, but I feel like Charleston and Asheville kind of have a similar thing going on, but mm-hmm. it's just so, you know, it's, it is, it is a very different locale and, and place. Um, yeah. but I'm always curious about he, how people are choosing to expand or grow, um, you know, when it comes to the, the business. For sure. And we're always looking like, um, to add new vendors to our portfolio here in Asheville and West North Carolina too. Um, because, all of our current venues have the mountain kind of vibe to them with the views. Um, so we're also, you know, tossing around the idea of adding more of a farm type venue for folks that have that aesthetic um, and, and just vendors in general, because I think 
it's super beneficial for people coming from out of town to have a planner and someone like us to just handle it. Um, so we're hoping to continue to add to our portfolio of vendors here and just kind of see where 2021 takes us. Yeah. <laughs> Do we really even know at this point what what things are going to look like? <laughs> I know. I know. I, I just had a, another reschedule for for May may wedding um and i thought reschedules were done with i'm like oh 2020 it's over no no more reschedules and then this this year you know we're in 2021 we're recording this the first week of january and i just got an email (laughs) saying hey (laughs) they're moving it to next year from the wedding planner i'm like oh okay i hope that's not another i hope it's not like last year but you know the world is as it is um well, do you mind sharing the different venues that are currently on your list now so that um, I can put those links in the show notes and folks could visit those if they wish? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a few different venues. Um, a lot of them have both um, elopement packages and micro wedding packages. So what we consider an elopement to be is zero to 12 guests and it's a ceremony only. So there's no dinner included. Um, some of those places that we use, um, the grand Bohemian, we work really closely and, um, essentially exclusively, um, with the grand Bohemian on their side, they use us as their only planner. Um, we also use secret waters. It is a private, um, waterfall venue that's privately owned. And then we have our luxury elopement package, which this is, it's a package, but the couples get to choose their venue. So within those choices are the Ridge, Cabin Ridge, Twisty Maple, and Emerald Ridge. Um, So that's the luxury elopement package. And then um, probably our most popular package on the elopement side is the adventure elopement. So this is a truly hiking quote unquote adventure. Um, We utilize public parks like Black Balsam, Hawksville, Max Patch and Wiseman's. And then on the micro wedding side, um, you know, like I had mentioned before, the Grand Bohemian, they have a micro wedding package as well. We we utilize Highwire, Cabin Ridge, um, Rhubarb downtown. It's a restaurant, but it has a whole private event area in the back. We use them for micro weddings, the Ridge. And we also have a kind of fun package it's called the destination wedding package. And this is basically where we bring a wedding in a box. So we show up to like an Airbnb, um, yonder event rentals. We, we work with them a lot. They have actual event properties. And if you choose one of those, we kind of have the, the go ahead to bring tables, chairs, officiant, photographer, decor, the whole, the whole shebang. And we just show up to, um, your Airbnb or it can even be a private residence, you know, if they knew someone that lived here or whatever. So we we have a lot of ven- vendors and venues on our list already. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm going to share that with our guests so they can reach out and check the, or reach out to y'all, but also check out those places and see if, um, see what would work for them. And I think that's exciting. I'm glad we had this interview, Alicia, and I appreciate your time. I'm um, looking forward to working with y'all this year. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much and happy new year. Happy new year, Alicia. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.